You are listening to David Crossan and uh, and Robbie Thompson on Le Bourgeois, the official League and Podcast. Do send us your emails, podcast at gmail.com, or you can get us with the hashtag Le Bourgeois, uh, the official name of this podcast. You can use Le Bourgeois hashtag on, on Twitter, and we're going to be selecting our, our team of the decade um, over the next couple of weeks, and we would love to, to have a bit of input from uh, from you. We're going to start actually today. We're going to start now by well, by discussing goalkeepers and defenders. The next week we'll move on to the midfielders, the following week uh, attackers, and then we will have our team of the decade as uh, decided by the panel. Um, you know what, before I put this to Robbie and Dave, I'm going to go to the uh, to the Twitter where Carolis Dudenas has uh, suggested his uh, his team of the decade, and there there are some good shouts just in keep, there. Just just goalkeepers and defenders. Just goalkeepers so defenders. Yes. So um, he's he's doing the work for us because he's come up with some good suggestions. <laughs> Mondonda Lopez Rufier he says goalkeepers and Costil and Leconte and Subasic. Okay, so he's gone quite big mm. on the goalkeepers, but they're all decent suggestions, I would say. Centre backs, we've got Hilton, we've got Loic Perrin. Thiago Silva, Marquinhos, Morel, who could, of course, be a left-back as well, Kamel Glick, Nicola Nkulu, Samuel Umtiti. Lots of good shouts in there. Full-backs, right-back, we've got uh, Matthew Debushi, uh, we've got Jibril Sidibe, and we have Tom Mernier. And we don't seem to have any left-backs, so Jeremy Morel. Left-back is a problem position Maxwell, in this Maxwell, team of the decade. He's, he's, yeah, he's gone yeah. for. So that, that opens up, you know, I think there are some names in there that, that one or two of us will have gone for. Dave, do you, want, do you want to start with goalkeepers? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with my short list of goalkeepers, including one that I don't think was mentioned on that very good short list, actually. A lot of my picks are on there. That's um, just about every goalkeeper that's played this decade. Mikel Londro has to feature in this conversation because he won the league with Lille in 2011 and he broke Jean-Luc Ettore's record for the most number of league and games, but he did only play half the decade. And for me, that's enough to disqualify him. I think longevity does matter. And... I'm going to go with Mondonda's claims over Ruffier. He's been voted goalkeeper of the year three times in the tens, as I like to call this decade. He's probably had as many, uh, what, slimming cure in Murano as well. Uh, so a bit up and down, but overall... Ruffier must have had a slimming cure or two as well. He's a big boy. I think Ian Holyman's got fantasies of Ruffier spending all his time boxing in a gym. So maybe that's what he does to get the weight off. The, the Saint-Étienne, a great tradition after Jeremy Jeannot. I love, I, I love the fact that uh, Mondonda's one real dip happened at Crystal Palace. So I think that always poor, his poor spell. And that strengthens his claim, I would say, for being Ligue 1's uh, goalkeeper of the decade. Maybe Robbie, goalkeeper? Well, the only other goalkeeper I could think of, and it's because I have a soft spot for Mexican football as well, would be Guillermo Ochoa, although it's only three seasons. But he did it... But he probably had more saves to make in those three seasons than Mondonda did in the entire decade. (laughs) Exactly. He was spectacular. I think he's a a fantastic goalkeeper. And and also, how on earth did Ajaxio get a player who the year before was nominated for the Ballon d'Or while still playing in Mexico? Ochoa, the whole... Ochoa career is weird. I don't know who, yeah, spe- who manages him. Such and how- a player, such an yeah. incredible player. But obviously, he just liked the beach and liked the good weather and the, the lifestyle exactly. down in a. In and a and thanks to Guillermo Ochoa for improving our lifestyle as well, because it meant extra games to commentate it on did. a Saturday night at Jaxio every week. We did every Jaxio game there That's for, true, for three years. That's true, because of the American and Mexican market, which was. But I would. Was good for the freelance if, budget. If, well, look, Ochoa, I'll leave Ochoa hanging in there for the moment. I think it's a, a big one. Londro, yes, but I think Londro, most of his good work and most of those 600 games was obviously in the noughties. 
Um, Mondonda getting the nod probably ahead of ahead of Lopez for me. Okay, a Marseille goalkeeper, Anthony Lopez, uh, the yeah. Leon goalkeeper, who yeah certainly in the last two or three seasons has been outstanding. Outstanding, a European champion as well, having not played. Did he play for Portugal? Euro no, 2016? And, no. and he since uh, I think retired from international football as well. At the, yeah, the right so semi-retirement. He, he might be lured back out of it, but exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't want to prefer I, to spend time. I think with after his, his mistake at Benfica, I'm not sure Portugal wants him back. I don't suggest that I always have the casting vote. That wouldn't really be fair. But um, I'm, I'm, Salvatore Sirigu, I'm actually Matt. going with you guys. It's interesting. We haven't named a PSG goalkeeper. I think that says quite there were a lot. so many of them. Quite a lot. That's, about, I think, that's I think that says the... quite a lot about PSG's decade, perhaps. But for me, Mondonda, a league champion with uh, with Marseille. You're going with a Pula Adele. <laughs> Is he this decade? I must have. Oh, just yeah. maybe. <laughs> Maybe no, Greg no. Coupe was in uh, goal in 2011, wasn't yeah, he? If you don't or mind, not. guys, I'll just finish my uh, Sorry. <laughs> Steve Mondonda. Go yeah, ahead. no, Steve Mondonda, consistency. And I just think, you know, winning the league at, at Marseille. Until 2011, Rob. But also yeah. being, <laughs> being such a consistent player at a club like Olympique de Marseille is, is really not easy. And I, I don't, I'm not saying it's easy for Rufier at Saint-Étienne, um, but to be that, that popular, and I, you know, his performances dipped a couple of years ago, but, it, but he's come back and... Like you say, he went on that diet in the summer and he, he's the man. He is il fenomeno, as the uh, Marseille fans sing. And he's been the one constant at Marseille. And I think to survive and flourish in that hugely demanding environment for so long deserves credit. And uh, yeah, for me, Stev is my number one. Our okay, number one. Unanimous. Yeah, Unanimous. I'll, so, I'll accept okay. that. Stev Mondonde pencil, is pencil in the team. Pennymin, pennymin. <laughs> um, I think that's the biggest honour of his career. Let's Absolutely. go with four. We'll have to get him on the pod. Four def- yes, four <laughs> defenders, Dave. Yeah. Um, what are you? What are, what are your? Are we choices? starting with right back? Well, I just, just, just. Or do you yeah, just go, want a back four? No, let's go. Go right back. Go right. Back. Right back. Well, uh, yeah, Debushi was second on my short list, but the one I'm going for again didn't make our uh, our Twitter writer in yes. persons <laughs> contributor. <laughs> yeah, Twitter contributors <laughs> list. I'm going with Christoph Jalle. Ah, uh, hugely underrated. Had. Uh, Five good seasons at Paris Saint-Germain and one of those surprise careers, I think, even to himself. Yeah. He managed to win titles, did pretty well at Lyon as well, recent years blighted by injury. But there was also a good reason why he was picked for France. He was a decent right back, but also a fantastic team man and someone that everyone enjoyed spending time with. Yeah, can I, can I just add in that there are quite a few different criteria here. Like Obviously, talent and performances are, are important, but longevity... The, uh, yeah, I'm the not o- saying he's the most talented no, right back to have featured frankly, over the last decade. Frankly, Dani Alves is probably the best right back in in modern history. Or certainly, he's up there in the top two and or three. And he played here in France. And he played here in this France. Decade. But some of his worst football. <laughs> but perhaps didn't play his best football. Certainly didn't play his best football. So no, you have to so, have yeah. someone as, as well that represents the values of Ligue 1 football. And, and Christophe Gelle is as French <laughs> what, he's as bald they come. And- <laughs> Bald and wears very long socks. <laughs> he balls and he tries it, hard. It's great that someone who, who came through the ranks at Nure, who are a perennial second division, third division side, they've been in the second division for a number of years now, has, has made it up through the ranks and, and made a career. It's fantastic. And he's, he, when I say he's as French as French can be, he's, he's actually invested money in, in his local region where he comes from, the Cognac region. Exactly. Uh, he's, a, he's a salt of the earth. Fan, and, and Does he make Cognac? 
I think he does. I think he, well, I don't know if he personally makes Get him on the pod. Get him, <laughs> get him on the pod. Christoph, please. He is, and I can also say, having interviewed him num- numerous times when he was at PSG, he is just a lovely, genuine mm. guy as well. Like, he's no frills. On the football field, he's no frills. He gives it everything. And off the pitch, he's, he just doesn't wreck there your head. Be, he's yeah. just a fantastic guy. There are going to be no frills in our back four. I'm, I'm absolutely sure about that. But no. while, while Jalet has contributed quite a lot to French culture with his cognac, I would like to say that Mathieu Debouchy, by making table football uh, games or baby foot, as, yeah. as they say, you know, yeah. every table, table soccer we say in Australia, every yeah, okay, but every cafe, <laughs> football as they say in friends. What what struck me? Can I just say when I when I went on French exchanges, there were a lot of things that struck me yeah. like when I came over to France. But the the quality, how good they are, the yeah. quality of of kids, French kids at baby foot. Yeah, I, I guess the now Italians I, I guess now, at, now Italians it's are good at table FIFA soccer as well. And Fortnite, but mm. back in my day, they were all amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We, we, no, the the rule of you're not allowed to spin the the men was uh, is a big shock to all Anglo's. I think when yeah, you when yeah, you get onto yeah. the continent, yeah, that's that was, the biggest difference between an English football fan or Australian football fan. And, that was one of the reasons the I, I had a miserable week, and also that my exchange's sister played me at Connect Four like all the time, and she was just so good at Connect Four. But anyway, we'll we'll talk about that another time. I, yeah, I wanted to give Debussy a mention. I, I jotted down Yusuf Attal. Yeah, he hasn't done it for long enough, but I do, I do like Attal just because I think he's very different. He brings something very different. But we're looking for no frills, and I think I think we're all happy with Jale. Yeah, yep. Jale, far and away, far, the the standout. Dave for me. calls him Jale, 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 and also <laughs> played for a lot of Ligue 1 clubs as well. I mean, we've got Nice, Lyon, Amiens now, PSG. Paris, Lorient. I mean that's a that's a excellent portfolio as well. Yeah, very solid left back. Left backs maybe a bit tougher. Um, mm. Should we start with Robbie? Or? Yeah, start with Robbie because yeah, I know he's going to pick. Yeah, well there. Okay, well, it's, it's an easy one. And again, it's it's for half for the the human side as well. It's impossible, I think, to go past Maxwell. Oh, he was one you were of going to say first... for a minute. <laughs> Ask a few league and right wingers whether it was impossible to go past Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> He, um, that was unfair. Actually. He's very no, good. He, that is unfair. And and also there was a little bit of pressure or a little bit of cynicism when he arrived as well because he was the perennial substitute at Barcelona. He played at uh, Inter Milan and Ajax as well. But most people thought he'd just come because he was Latan's mate. And uh, even if he he preceded Latan, I think, or well, about the same time. But um, that Maxwell was superb for Paris Saint Germain. He's still club ambassador. And again, like Jalé. Excellent guy, really, really good guy. No frills, just, just, a, and a superb crosser of the football. What for? For someone, Paris always had those players that would would cross the ball into row Z. Yeah, no, and, he's, and he's he's outstanding. Fantastic and he player. came towards the end of his career, but there was no suggestion that he, he could was have kept playing. Down. He could have I mean, kept playing. He was, still got a good number of years out of him. He was he was top top notch. I wanted to mention Cesar Azpilicueta as a right back because he did have two yeah. two seasons at Marseille, yeah. but and he again, was underrated as well. He was underrated, but. His football improved so much when he when he went to mm. Chelsea. So I, you know, a Dani Alves sort of scenario. I don't feel he we saw the best of mm. as Billy Quetta. Aren't we talking about left backs? We're talking about left backs. I okay, yeah, I, I, I came under a lot of pressure from the Labogia secret police to pick Berrier. So Frank Berrier, okay. Frank Berrier, yeah, yeah. No, he did seven good years at Lille in the yeah, in yeah. the tens. He's still involved with the club. Talking I think like his official title is director of professional football. Uh, like it was a lovely Arnold. place, Matt. And uh, they played great football in that double winning team as well. I mean, they're one of my favourite teams of the decade, if we're just talking about the club teams, probably along with 
the the first era of Zlatan and the the Monaco 2016-2017 team. But uh, yeah, Berrier, solid, unspectacular. But as I said, left back is a real problem position. I only had two names on this list, Maxwell and him. Yeah, well, our our, our Twitter friend went for Jeremy Morel as well, which I think is a decent shout, um, just in terms of consistency through the years. He gets the Jale style vote, but we've already picked Jale. Yeah, so. we need to inject a bit of quality on the left. I mean, Ferlan Mendy, <laughs> Ferlan Mendy had a good year or two, but didn't do enough really, I think, over... Over, uh, over no, the best Mendy season was Benjamin Mendy. Benjamin yeah. Mendy, yes. And he, he was really was a, yeah. sub, he was a superb athlete. And but you that was tell, one year. Exactly, well, that year with Monaco. No, Marseille, he, he showed all the potential to go on, but I don't think he really did it for me. Mm. But, yeah, so I was thinking about Benjamin Mendy. Yes, yeah, thanks, for, thanks for reminding me. Benjamin but Mendy. yeah, Marseille, it's true that Eric Dimeco, the uh, former Marseille legend, now pundit, said he would eat a rat if... Benjamin yes. Mendy ever played for France because yeah. he was so unimpressed at, with him and at Marseille. Did. And he did eat a rat, I think. Yeah, I think he yep. did. Yeah, yep. Absolutely. Mm. Good on him. Good on him for doing that. Um, <laughs> Benjamin Mendy, I think you, if he, we all felt that if he could just work out how to cross, that he'd, he'd take that next step. He'd be that next level player. And that's what happened. Yeah, it's crossing. Phenomenal. But I think we're going to go with Maxwell. Yep. Done. I think Max, just to... Try and squeeze a PSG player in because they did. Oh, we can try and get Max on the pod as well, actually. They did, get, <laughs> they did get a few results in the last decade, PSG. Let's go to centre-back. Yeah, well, he was a uh, world record for a number of trophies won, Max. Okay, I'm going a with there. a couple of um, <laughs> couple of Marseille. I'm going with my skipper, Vito Hilton, because I just think well, if you look at the last decade, it's very hard to look beyond Hilton. He won the league in 2010, albeit not playing very much at Marseille. He went to Montpellier, won the league in 2012 and he is now what 42 is he yet? 42 mm-hmm. yeah. 42 yeah. and he is still captaining and and playing well ex- and playing yeah, yeah. and is Set outstanding i mean uh, i think it's difficult yesterday to look beyond him ago. the other guy i'm going to go for and again he maybe didn't play that long in league 1 but but i he's left a real trace and i don't think we say that in english i think that's franglais but yeah. the, the mark. mark left his he mark. left his mark and that's gabriel heinzer who is a former psg player but surely naughty's as I've, well, man. I found Heinzer in, in in the title winning season. Well, that was 09-10. And the year, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. there's six months. <laughs> well, he won the league at Marseille for the first time. I thought in you were going to say Adil Rami. But. 17 years. I have him down as, as a possible. <laughs> anyway, Gabby Heinzer, because you well, talk, cup talk to Marseille fans now, and uh, and they remember Gabby Heinzer as somebody who's really marked the club. I've, I've jotted down Loic Perrin and Adil Rami as two others, um, but there you go. It's got to be Thiago Silva. Yeah, sure. It has to be Hilton surely. and Thiago Silva for me. You can't look beyond Thiago Silva. And if we're going for Ligue 1 team of the decade, we can talk about his Champions League displays in the big knockout games being subpar, and they were, particularly that Remontada game, which I know Robbie was at and I was as well. Mm. He was awful that day. But in Ligue 1, he's head and shoulders the best defender that there's been in Ligue 1 over the he last did. decade. Yeah, I, I agree. There's no no doubt. You can't you can't. You know what? Past. I was I was thinking Thiago about Silva. the PSG. He's even guys. got a French passport now. He I was is, thinking about the PSG guys, and, through and, through. I, and I was thinking mm. if I had to go for Thiago. He's been there Silva. since 2012 guys, as well. Can you let me talk. Mm. No, <laughs> this morning you're all a little bit chatty, we're, and we're not spending all morning. We, we are going to be getting back to the uh, to the weekend's action. But I was thinking about Thiago Silva and Marquinhos, and my feeling was that Thiago Silva was the best defender in the world when he joined PSG. But I don't feel like his best years have necessarily been since he's at PSG. I know he's been good and he's been important, I but they... I feel, if you just let me finish, yeah, Robbie, okay, go, quick. I feel while Marquinhos <laughs> has been on an upward curve and still is, and is today for me, one of the best two or three defenders in the world, Thiago Silva has been on a different curve. And that may sound a bit harsh, but if we're talking about producing 
their best football in this league, I, I would have Marquinhos head, but I'm happy to, to stand okay. down. I think they're, they're, I think Thiago gets a bad rap for things that happened, as Dave says, for, for things that happened outside of Ligue 1, like with the Brazil national team at the 2014 World Cup. Where where he obviously cried during the penalty yeah. shootout against. No, well, I think well, I'm not going to make him my captain. Colombia. Let's just say that. Mm. No, but those leadership qualities. But defensively, I think every season, people sort of think Thiago Silva's on his last legs. Is this the season we're going to see Kimpembe Marquinhos? And every season, about this time of the year, everyone's saying Thiago Silva is incredible. He's playing the best football of his career. And then when Paris get knocked out of the Champions League. Everyone says, well, they don't have a leader. They don't. And, and Thiago gets sort of retrospectively a bad rap from not being able to lead Paris Saint-Germain to Champions League glory. But he is a superb... He's 35 now, and he's playing, for me, spectacular defensive football. I don't, think, I don't see how you could choose anyone else. Thank on you. those criteria. Le Dernier the Mot. Robbie Thompson with Le Dernier Mot on uh, Thiago Silva. He gets the nod. So we have Mondonda in goal. Jalais at right back. Vitorino Hilton with the captain's armband next to Thiago Silva, Maxwell at left back. Actually, should we, should we choose our captain at the end? Not, not yet. He's provisional he captain. He's provisional yeah, captain. But, yeah. um, are we, so we're going a 4-3-3? 4-4-2? We'll talk about that next week, should we? Because yeah. Three at the back? Uh, well, we'll definitely go with four, <laughs> with four at the back. Okay. Well, yes, we have gone with four at the back. I think back, we're going to so. have to go 4-3-3. Go, go get yeah. three forwards in there. 